Hey guys, and welcome to Never Have I Ever Watch a Show, a podcast about the Netflix show Never Have I Ever. Today we're discussing Season 2, Episode 8, called Ben Daisy Buchanan. So Daisy is referring to um, the main char- one of the main characters from The Great Gatsby. And this is a fun episode where we get to see a mock trial of whether she's innocent or guilty of killing Jay Gatsby. So it's interesting how in all these shows and movies and stuff, there's some reference to classic literature. So like at the moment, Priya Liars is To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. But now this is The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald, which in itself is a reference to Priya Liars later down the road. So let's go ahead and get into it. I'm a little sappy over the end of the season, but I'm also excited because we have two more seasons to go. Uh, Darren posted not too long ago uh, pretty recently that um season three is dropping over the summer which i knew was coming and um season four is the renewal and like also the final season so i'm excited for more content but i'm also kind of emotional over this season ending i don't know it's kind of like the end of an era but this time it's an end of the season so yeah i was going into it with the opening scene of davy talking to ben at her locker and then, meanwhile, when she closes her locker after talking to him, he's making out with Anissa, so he's probably just saying it to be nice. Then Anissa asks Davy if she's truly okay with her and Ben dating, considering their history. And Davy says yes, but she kicks over a trash can, but it's, so it's really giving me Ross Geller vibes. I was like, I'm fine, but then you can tell he's really not fine because of that whole stupid Joey and Rachel storyline for a week apparently she's like in the one week we went out he was loyal to her or something i don't know but there are joey and rachel stands out there so hopefully i didn't offend you by saying it was stupid and unnecessary but moving on so then after you know the intro card uh with the, the title slate um all the couples are talking around davy so it's eleanor and malcolm which yes if they didn't say his name i would have totally not given a shit um fabiola and eve are first to approach her and then it's ben and nisa so they're all talking around her about sharing a limo to the winter dance which i feel is going to be a major plot at the end of the season because that's how stranger things did it and how all these shows would have done it anyway so it'd be interesting event to see the winter dance finally play out after so much preparation um with the whole cricket queen thing and all that stuff so they're talking about sharing a limo, and everybody's down except for Malcolm, because he's a little bitch. And uh, then Eleanor's asking Davy about having a date. And of course, Davy being Davy, she's like, oh yeah, and she's like playing it cool and lying, being like, oh yeah, no, I have some suitors in mind I can ask. So she could have just said, for once told the truth in the moment, and been like, no, I don't have a date, or could have said she's not going, or something, I don't know. Of course, she's like, yeah, no, of course. And of course, Ben's right there. So she's going to be like, oh, well, yeah, of course I have a date. But it's interesting how they didn't press her about it. (laughs) Because Malcolm's being Malcolm and being a dick. So it gets weird because he's talking about how he really doesn't want a limo. And Eleanor should have known this. And she's making her feel like shit for not knowing that he doesn't like limos or something. But then Ben swoops in after a moment of silence saying what about a party bus and malcolm's like oh yeah no i'm fine with that 
but then Malcolm walks off and Eleanor's about to leave too, but Davy tries to express concern about Eleanor's relationship of how they didn't like him or her and Fabiola didn't like how Malcolm treated her, which rightfully so, but she shrugs it off being like, no, it's just a relationship, it's how we are, it's fine, we're fine. Fabiola and Davy are not cool with that because they're concerned for their friend who's in a controlling relationship, clearly, because of the way Malcolm treats her and doesn't let her do certain things, apparently because they're referencing a video they watched in Hell Class or something about a controlling relationship and seeing how it's a parallel. To And even if Malcolm doesn't end up doing what they suspect, he's still a dick and she should dump his ass like, like um, Eleven in season two. Uh, three, I dump your ass. So she should. Maybe she'll finally gain respect for herself and realize that he is a dick regardless. So then we see Fabiola and Eve sitting with Eve's friend who does have a name. They say Sasha, but I don't really like Sasha and she's kind of irrelevant. So I'm not going to really address her that much by name. Uh, she's acting like their manager for social events. So I don't know to say manager or publicist, but either way, she's the one. Um, making the plans, being like, okay, Fabiola, here's a deal, you're gonna go to this party, or you're gonna do this. Sounds like a, more like a publicist, but either way, she's arranging it. She's managing it. So, they ask her to skip some robotics practices for the social events, and, um, but Eve's all nice, being like, well, let's reach a compromise. She's saying it nicely, but she's controlling her, too. Like, can you dump her at first? I was here for you, because you're exploring your sexuality and figuring out who you are, and you seem happy. But in season two, it's so controlling of him being, her being like, let's go do this, even if it's out of your comfort zone. But it's more of like manipulation and like peer pressure than being like, it's okay, babe, if you don't want to go kind of thing. It started out like that, but it doesn't seem like it anymore because she's letting her friend be like, oh yeah, skip what you like to do what I want. So it's kind of the same thing with Eleanor's relationship, but she says it's fine. So then Davy sits next to Paxton in class for the first time. She yelled at him and they're in English. So she's like, hey, apologizing. And he's like, whatever, Davy, because he's so cool. And being like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. So then she's like, that's great that you, apolog- that you accept my apology because I can get back to tutoring you. And he's like, no, it's okay. I'm going to actually take your advice because I don't want you to hold my hand. So it's very passive aggressive. And he's clearly still salty about it. So then the English teacher walks in, and it's the same one that was flirting with Kamala last time. And so they plan a mock trial for Daisy from The Great Gatsby to say whether she's innocent or guilty instead of just writing a paper about it or something. And so then Davy is on Ben and Nisa's defense team, and so it's Fabiola, Paxton, and Malcolm on the prosecution. So Fabiola's with them and assuming that they don't want to do work, and it's just Malcolm that doesn't want to do work. And pa- and Paxton's like, what? No, I read the book. I'm going to do the work. So it's Fabiola and, and uh, Paxton who are going to do the work and present their case. And Malcolm doesn't want to do any work. But Paxton does. So I'm proud of him for taking this seriously. Especially since it's a complete 180 from season one when Davy he was on a team with, he was on a project with Davy and she was the one mainly doing the work. So, because it was him uh, and Trent with Davy doing some other project another class and uh so then Davy and her team are at her house splitting up the rules roles as lawyers and Daisy and originally Davy swooped in to be a lawyer with Ben but then 
Anissa's like, mm, I don't know, I don't really identify with Davy's character. She's all over the place, and and she threw away a man, good, a good man for no reason. And so Ben's like, oh yes, that does that not sound familiar? So he's like, you're right, and it should be Davy. So Davy's the one playing Daisy, and they're gonna be the lawyers. So like the defendant here. So then she's like, I'm going to go get a soda because they're acting all couple-y and having tickle fights. And and then Kamala is in the kitchen asking if she's okay because it sounded like torture of all her tickle fights. And, she, and Davey's like, which one? They've had four. So then Kamala gets the mill to join in because she's like, you need familial support. You need support from your family, girl. I'm here for you. So she gets the mill and then she takes Ben's place on the sofa after giving him like a death stare. And so she literally scares him off the sofa to go sit somewhere else, and Davy's all grateful. So then Paxton and his group are listing off the facts about Daisy's case, being like, here's what she did here, and her character, and all this stuff. And Malcolm still doesn't want to do any work, but he's like, he wants to be a ghost, like Jay's ghost or something. And Paxton's like, whatever, knock yourself out. So then he goes to the bathroom to pretend to scare himself, or be in ghost mode. And, um, like airplane mode, but ghost mode. So meanwhile, Fabiola sees Flirtatious texts on his phone. It's like on the coffee table. And it looks really bad out of context from some chick named Isabella calling her babe. You look cute when you're filthy or something. I don't know. And it looks bad out of context. And she asks Paxton, are these platonic? And he's like, no. And then he gets back to work. So he's like, nope. And then he's like, all right, back to the case. So, um, because meanwhile, he's jotting them down on a whiteboard. So, they really like whiteboards in this in this show. They're cool, I'm not gonna lie. Like, shout out for the black markers. Those are my favorite. Uh, moving on. So then, Davy bursts into English to demand that she can't work with Ben and Nisa because they're acting too couple And, uh, so then he tells his own story about constantly seeing his ex because she's like, well, we, we can't work together, we have history. And so he tells his own story being like, well, listen, I have to see my ex every Wednesday because I signed us up for cooking classes and we broke up after I already paid for it. So she's like, well, what's your, why do you go? And he's like, well, I paid for 11 weeks up front. And you think I'm just gonna let her go alone? She's like, what's your point? And he's like, well, the point is she needs to let Ben annoy her because distance makes her heart grow fonder. So she's gonna be around him. He's gonna get under her skin and realize how much she probably doesn't even like him in the first place. And he's like, let that boy annoy you. So she takes his advice, and we see that later. But then, in the hallway, Fabiola shows Davy Isabella's text that she took screenshots of, or like a screenshot of his phone, and uh, she she agrees that he's a cheating piece of shit, and they're like, how are we going to tell Eleanor? And meanwhile, we see Ben with her defense team, and he's annoying her, being all braggadocious about how rich and amazing he is. So that helps to get under her skin and realize he's so tedious and annoying. Like he was kind of back to where they were in the very beginning of how they were rivals. And he was like, oh, look at my whole accomplishments. Her English teacher's advice really worked. So then we see, yes, Nalini. I'm actually saying Davy's mom's like first name because she got promoted from, apparently from Davy's mom to Dr. Virgil Kumar very temporarily. But that's really hard to and really long to spell out every single time so she's Nalini now and I feel good about it so Nalini goes to a play instead of dinner because she's all dressed up and ready to go 
but the male makes her feel guilty for missing out on dinner when she cooked for her and does everything around the house. So then she's like, all right, fine, I'll eat before I go. So she gets guilted into it. And they're like, so Davey, how was your day? And she's like, it was pretty great, actually. It was pretty decent, you know? I learned a valuable lesson from my teacher. And by the way, Kamala, he says hi. And she's all blushing, be like, he did? He did say hi? Okay, well, tell him hi back. And she's acting all... You know, like a schoolgirl with a crush, so is there something going on here? I thought she was with Prashant, but I don't know. I don't know, man. They were, like, joking around last time and hitting it off. So is he going to hit on her again, or is she going to make a move, or I don't know. Sorry, I had to make an 11-11 wish. Okay. Um. So then Eleanor finds out about the fair, because Davy and Chabella go to her on a couch and say, at the school, I believe, and um so it's all cute how they're like wrapping her up in a blanket and, and showing her the text and her agreeing that it is cheating yeah it's really nice how they're acting like a, you know comforting her and being like true friends wrapping her up in a blanket being like giving her an essential oil or, like a candle or something be like what scent do you want and she says sandalwood so it's really nice to see this little moment of friendship but and that ends later but moving on so then Ben goes over to Davy's house alone for the project because Anissa had to do something, I don't know. And so they actually have a civil nature conversation about their drama, how Davy's cool with them dating and she's sorry for hurting him and all this stuff and being, it's kind of like back to their usual playful banter about how much of a mess she is. And he's like, try to stick to one guy. And she's like, I'll try, but you know who I am. So it was kind of a fun, a fun scene. So then it's like a huge scene of them presenting their mock trial and it's so fun and sorry not sorry but Paxton looks extra yummy during his testimony because he's like all dressed up in his suit and looks so damn good. I mean what's up Darren? But yeah he looked really good in his suit and it's probably the only time I'm going to say it because it's not like he's bad looking but and I'm on I'm a stan you know but I've been more of a Ben stan but this season I'm more of a Paxton stan. Um, I don't know, it's just really a turn-on, I guess, um, to be, like, caring about his academics and looking good anyway and looking really dapper in a suit. Dapper. I'm saying dapper, but, you know, we're going back to the 20s here, so old times they would have said dapper, um, because this is the flapper era. And, uh, so yeah, he looks extra yummy, and then we see Eleanor angrily taking minutes, like, by the teacher's desk. And she's all angry, mouthing stuff at Malcolm, being all pissed over the, the quote, affair. I say quote because, yes, it wasn't an affair. It should have been because then she could kick him to the side. Hopefully she still kick him to the side. So, yeah, she's taking minutes. And then Ben presents his testimony aggressively, saying how, no, Daisy couldn't have been guilty because blah, 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 blah. And so then they call Trent as a witness um, I think it was the prosecution who called him as the first witness to be, play Nick, who was the narrator of the book. Then he's like, oh yeah, Daisy's guilty, but then he openly admits to watching only half of the, the first half of the movie, so he doesn't know what happens to his character until Ben points it out. He's like, I do? Oh, that sucks. Like, I always not watch the first half of the movie, and the teacher's like, he's playing the judge, and he's like, you should, I'm right here, you shouldn't have just admitted that. So Trent, I love him. <laughs> Um, so then Daisy is 
a, t- a witness temporarily playing the victim card and being pointing out how it's the 1920 it's 1920 so women barely got the chance to vote and um the teacher's cool with this and so then anisa fucks up her closing statement by not having the right no card of presenting her case so she strings something together by saying oh she's innocent because of society and stuff so that makes it really easy for fabiola to give her closing statement and she pops off i'm really proud of her it's a moving argument about why she's guilty being like no she wasn't she wasn't the one that you know fired the gun shot the gun at jay but he she already killed him because of the heartbreak of choosing another man so the, the heartbreak is what killed him everybody's cheering for her and we see that davy's really proud of her everybody's clapping and everybody clapped but it actually did happen and um so then the prosecution won for fabulous closing statement and it's ben is pissed is big mad being like i lost because that's foreign language to him to lose something he's mad at anisa being like about the note card what happened with the note cards and what happened up there and she's like sorry i just kind of threw them in my backpack so i kind of messed up and i must have you know lost it or something and that's all too relatable of all your papers or note cards getting like index cards getting all scrambled up so i know the struggle but he's oh he's mad but then he's like she's like are you mad and he's like no no but you can tell he's he's mad that he didn't win and so uh, even davy's like i'm not even mad that we didn't win because that was an amazing girl you popped off i'm proud of you bestie so she's praising fabiola in the hallway at the lockers and eleanor and malcolm march off all angrily saying they were she's like hey you were wrong about his affair and so they explained that malcolm got a role in babe three so you know the movie about the pig he's gonna be in babe three and it was cast so that's why um she was calling him babe and saying all the stuff and being like you look cute when you're filthy or something but even if it wasn't the cheating thing he's still a dick you know you can't just be like oh we're fine because it wasn't the cheating thing but you should still kick him to the curb i don't like him and nobody your friends don't like him so then she's shit talking them she goes off on them being like i shouldn't take advice from you guys anyway so because look at you fabiola you're an eve clone so then davy she goes off on davy being like and i and you with your two-timing because you never been a solid relationship and your two-timing thing doesn't count and she's really going in like tearing into her so then davy's all hurt and you can be like eleanor like all sadly and so then she's hurt and then she's walking home sadly and crying and then paxton drives up in his red jeep i think it is and um then he offers her a ride and she's like no i'm good and he's like you don't look good you look you know torn and devastated or whatever and so she reluctantly agrees because he's like get in the second scene coming is also somebody else reluctantly agreeing because an Eve's friend scheduled a last minute hot tub party for one of the airheads, you know, Ben's ex, Sherry, for Fabiola to go to. And then she reluctantly agrees, even if she was literally a second away from going into robotics practice, but she still goes along with it. So everybody's reluctantly agreeing to stuff Davy just did and now Fabiola did, even because she's like, all right, fine. I hope you dump Eve or something as a dancer somewhere, because these relationships are not a girl. 
Paxton drives Davy home and is asking why she was crying, and then they get into it about Eleanor, the big fight, and then he makes a comment about her fighting with everybody lately, and so she's apologizing to Paxton, and they sift through their drama, and she, he's like, being like, I don't get it, I know I did my best, I tried my hardest with this case, and I didn't win, because she's like, look, you guys won, he's like, well, not because of me, and he's like, I tried my hardest, and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, you didn't. You did the assignment. Like, you literally understood the assignment, but you didn't try your hardest. And you're not trying your hardest in general and stuff. So she was, like, give, advising him to try harder. And be like, remember when you tried your hardest in swim, in swimming. Apply that to your, you know, school. So it'd be, like, easygoing, like smooth sailing. And, um... So we see him, he's probably going to take it to heart because he does care about his school and his grades and everything and getting into college, as we remember from that episode where it was all him. And uh, so then they park by a fire hydrant so her mom doesn't see her with the boy because we know how she feels about her and boys. And um, so then they see her on a date in Dr. Jackson's car because she's, they pull up and he's like pointing out the, the kind of, like the model of the car or the make and model of the car, he's like, is that a, this kind of car? I forget what it was. And he's like, nice. But then she's like, I recognize it. It looks familiar. And then she realizes it's Dr. Jackson's car, and they can see Nalini on a date in Dr. Jackson's car. So, come full 360 from the beginning of the season when um, when Nalini caught her and Ben making out in his, car, in his dad's car. So, interesting how the tables have turned. Like, oh, how the tables have turned. Like, fucking Jonas Brothers video of now her catching Nalini in the car with somebody. It's kind of weird because they can see it, but we can't see it and probably won't see it until episode 9. So I kind of wish we did get to see something when it was Davey and Ben making out with the, in episode 1 of the season. Um, We could see them doing it and then Nalini caught them, so... Maybe we'll see them next time, but only they could see it, and Davy looks big mad. And so, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Um, pretty juicy for everybody's relationships. It was a fun episode to see the mock trial, and Paxton looking extra yummy, apparently. 10 out of 10. And yeah, I can't wait for the f- season to end, I guess. Oh my god. But I'm intrigued. My interest is peaked, if, it could, if you couldn't tell, by being in season 2. But yeah. So, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.